Welcome back to the Maximum Cricket Podcast, episode number 64. My name is Munter, and I'm joined, as always, by Lugsy and Jacko. It's been absolutely freezing here in New Zealand, but the Black Caps are off to Dubai, begin their road to the World Cup. We are going to look at some of those Black Caps squads. Who are, who has the most to gain? Can Kane come back? Just lovely to see Trent Bolt back in black. We have all that and much, much more, including picking a way too soon Black Caps 11 for the first World Cup game on October the 5th. But first, Jacko, Lugsy, how are we? Because I am personally struggling to give any other cricket any sort of meaning after the Ashes. Nothing really matters. Yeah, we're in that low, aren't we? I mean, it's sort of like your your time between Christmas and New Year's. You don't really know what to do. You don't know what direction you're going in. But um, yeah, we've got World Cup cricket coming up soon and it just sort of feels like those in-between days. So, you know, you're trying to fizz up for this series, but as you said, it it feels like one where we're trying to pick the back end of the squad, not not the starters. So... Um. Yeah, I'll fizz up for it. And I'll watch it all, and I'll love it all. But yeah, right now, you know, the needle's not getting moved as much coming off that Great Ashes series. Yeah, I just sort of just found out that India uh, India lost to the West Indies there. So just really keeping an eye on things from afar at the moment. Um, but as you say, we probably needed this couple of week break so then we can really fizz up for this World Cup because that's going to come around pretty quick. There's just a bit of other sport taking attention at the moment as well. So we'll get back into cricket very soon. Now it's going to heat up nicely for this World Cup. Speaking of World Cups and uh, other sports, how good was that penalty shootout, Lugsy? Oh, I'm, uh, I'll tell you what, it unfortunately made me drink on said day. It's disgusted. <laughs> I um, thought, yeah, I'm going to have a couple of beers and watch this. I'll have a couple of beers and watch this football. Then obviously the extra time's gone, so it's dragging out, so I'm having to drink more. Then we've got the excitement of a penalty shootout, and I'm at 100% now, and uh, suddenly I'm at max bar. So, yeah, unreal unreal theatre at the moment. And then I'd never thought I'd be that's this fizz for a semi-final, Australia-England, Wednesday night, 10pm. I can't wait. 100%. 100%. It was, um, I, I, I wasn't invested at all. I wasn't really invested much in, into this World Cup until I happened to turn on the TV just before um, that extra time. And I just thought, like, this penalty shootout is never going to end. Just when you think, just when you think that it's yeah. going to end, it just kept going. It felt like a little bit of Cricket World Cup stuff. So, um, yeah, really quite tingly heading into uh, a massive semi final. Um, right, should we talk some cricket today? Um, right, to start us off, fellas, we, we asked the pub to throw some questions in and we grabbed a couple of our favourites and chucked it on the show. First one to lead us off is around the Black Caps series against the UAE. Who is winning New Zealand versus the UAE from Josh? Um, short answer, New Zealand. Uh, but the long answer is this stretch of white ball cricket isn't really about the wins and losses because New Zealand's going to probably, and they should win pretty convincingly, even without some players going. It's more about who does what and which players are sort of ticking boxes before the, these um, World mm. Cup squads get named uh, in the future and obviously the T20 World Cup coming in. Um, what are you guys most looking forward to um, about the UAE series starting on Friday? Uh, yeah, I think, it's, it's just going to be good to, as you said, see some of those sort of borderline guys um, 
sort of coming in and pushing their claims. I think, you know, obviously they want to be a black cap and they, and they want to win games for the country, but there's also that, that pers- personal ambition of a World Cup is definitely going to be sort of on mine. So, yeah, really looking forward to seeing who puts sort of a, a foot forward to say, you know what, I need to be on the plane to India, get, get me a ticket to this World Cup. So um, there, there's some spots up for grabs, in, in my opinion. So it's going to be going to be really interesting to see who, who lifts and sort of tries to, you know, grab those with both hands and don't, doesn't let go of it. Yeah, I think I think winning and losing it's it's obviously not um, uh, the the main focus, but I think it's getting close enough for that World Cup where you don't want to get a losing habit. You know, you do want a formal winning habit now. So I think the importance goes up just slightly um, compared with say a series a couple of years out from the World Cup. That's sort of you know bit of nothing to it, but um, yeah, there's a lot of you, a lot of guys sort of have stepped up recently in the side. And I was just I was going through the side a wee bit and thinking like, oh, our best eleven is currently. And I was actually having a bit of a hard time with it. Um, those guys like Chapman and and um, in the middle and um, even Finnellan at the top and like, there's a few guys that really need a big series. And I don't know, it's pretty open. So I think I think there is actually plenty of meaning for these games. Yeah, hundred um... percent. Yeah, we are missing sort of seven players, I think, plus Kane uh, with the hundred on. But um, one of the one of the returns or the names in, in the UAE and the England squads that I wouldn't Good mind call. talking a bit more about um, is the return of Kyle Jamieson, which has gone on uh, under the radar a little bit. Um, how Jacko? How awesome is it to see the big fella back in black, and how crucial? Is he to New Zealand's chances at the World Cup and Test cricket, etc.? Uh, oh, ma- massive to see him back. I think we saw with his, I suppose, start in international cricket, he took sort of that black cap side and and was sort of almost that got them over the hump into being sort of World Test champions. I think when you're that tall, when you can sort of bowl the way he does, he's going to add sort of assets to any side he's in. So, yeah, it is it's it is a real shame when you see guys like that robbed of sort of their prime years. Um, but, yeah, glad to have him back. Fizz to see him get on the park. And, you know, good good to get some uh, some tests in, like, the UAE sort of conditions, that subcontinent in India. So, you know, hopefully they've got the heaters on and the indoors in New Zealand to acclimatise the boys a wee bit and they're not too hot getting off the plane. But, um, yeah, exciting to have him back because it's been a long road back for – for KJ. So yeah, going to be real good to see him sort of back in black and hopefully, you know, picks up where he left off as a world-class player. At test level was really, I think he stood out a lot more, um, obviously having a bit of a um, struggle in that Indian IPL there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the more options, the better for us. And he, he is a bit different with his height, obviously. Um, I, did, I was looking at our bowling attack again and it's, it's, it's forming pretty nicely. It's, there's a few options there now, and you just want everyone. Really, you just want him to get through the series and, and get through it injury free, because um, he, as you say, he offers with his height and his bounce. He offers a bit of difference for our attack. So, yeah, pretty excited to see him back on the pitch. Yeah, you, you sort of raised a good point, um, touching about his white ball prowess compared to his test ball stuff, and sometimes those lines get blurred a touch. Obviously, there's no doubt on his day, world-class test bowler. And I do think, like, he's definitely not a given uh, in any first-choice white ball side, so it's going to be interesting to see 
how his skills translate, uh, particularly the shortest format. Um, there's a couple of guys that I wouldn't mind touching on just before we move on. Um, two potential debutants, uh, Dean Foxcroft out of Otago. He just won domestic player of the year, 25 years old, off spinning, uh, batting all around a balsam handy off spin. And young 20-year-old Eddie Ash, uh, Ashok, I think it is. Apologies if I got that wrong. Um, uh, always exciting to see a leg spinner, um, someone that turns the ball both ways with no East Sodi in the squad. Really excited to see him going. He's only played two years in professional cricket. So um, how exciting is it to get new blood in the squad there, Jacko? Uh, yeah, it's very good. As you say, leg spinning, we sort of talked about it today a wee bit. Um getting ready for the show, just that that allure of a leg spinner ever since like Warney played. Sort of it seems like every country's looking for the next great leggy. Um we've got Ish at the moment who's who's a really exceptional um leg spinner, especially in white ball cricket. Um but yeah, to have some talent coming through and, and as you said, he's played two years of professional cricket to already be sort of knocking on the door and getting a tour. Um the more exposure these guys get, the better they'll be sort of long term hopefully. So yeah, almost a, a, a soft opening to, to international cricket and, and hopefully he does really well. Yeah, I think a, a perfect series for him to play, really. Um, and especially, like, yeah, there's sometimes there's an argument maybe to, to not pick a guy too young and not their confidence a bit, but I think as long as you're, you're talking to the guy, you know, after matches during training and just, you know, what you want from them and, and just giving them a taste of being around the squad and everything, I think that's important too. So I think, yeah, really exciting. There's nothing better, as Jacko says. Like, you get a league spinner, a young league spinner in your ranks, and you just want to sort of sort of give them a crack and see what we're working with. And and he'll have plenty of time to develop. Uh, develop sorry. And then, obviously, I'd Foxcroft. Great. I'm really glad I've picked him because it's, I think, so important to pick a guy when they're in form. Like, mm. coming off the back of that series for a target, I'm in form. Obviously, with uh, doing a bit with the ball as well, you sort of want every day these cricketers, you want them to be able to do a bit of everything. So, yeah, well, confidence is high. Get them in there, give them a crack. And, and this series is pretty perfect for both of them, I think. Yeah, 100%. But nothing, nothing to lose for these two, for sure. Um, and the reason being that these two and a few others are in the squad, as, we've, as I mentioned, we've got seven Kiwis in the 100. Um, just full disclosure, haven't watched a ball, have not watched a ball of the hundred. Um, yeah. have you, any of you guys watched more than me? Incorrect. Uh, I might have watched less than you somehow, and you've watched none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, is it what's it all? Is it all, is it on over here? That's what I was just trying to work oh, out. Oh, I actually don't know. I, I, think I haven't actually. T- TVNZ. To be fair, I might have watched more than Is you. It I scrolled through, yeah, I scrolled through like the thumbnails of the highlight packages looking for the NFL on Saturday. So, um, <laughs> what have you been looking for? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I'm like, just, just hunting through it to look. Yeah, but I think there is hot. The TVNZ Sport has got um, got some highlights, so maybe I'll cram that. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, for I'm me. It's, it's, for me, it's, it's the. Like they say, it might be a good thing going straight after the ashes, but for me, it's it's not because it just 
It just looks completely yeah. different than the Ashes, and I can't even. It's not the, the Ashes, and card, it's not cricket. Oh. The scorecard for me is hard to. It's hard to look at. Like it's all balls. It's no overs, yeah. and I can't. I saw some. I look at a scorecard, like, and you can you can sort of picture the game. Whereas you look at a scorecard for the hundred, and I've got no clue what's what's happened. No, nah. no. Nah. I mean, so, I saw someone was like three for one off twenty. It's interesting. Balls. It's literally like, well, the furthest thing from the Ashes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did the only the only digging I've done is I've had to look I had a look to see how the Kiwis have gone, and not great if we're being honest. Um, we've got I'll rattle through some figures. Finn Allen, 103 runs at 20, 126 strike rate. Conway, 70 runs at 17, I'll stri- striking at 110. Phillips, 65 at 13, striking at 110. Colin Munro. Uh, he's averaging 16, striking at 1-2-2. Darren Mitchell's had the one bat, I think, 26 runs, striking at 118. And Ish, Ish Sodi and Adam Milne both have two wickets apiece. So not a lot there, but uh, I don't know what any yeah. of that means. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Should we talk about There's the... Uh, zero, what, what, yeah, zero context what sort of any of those stats. So that's just... <laughs> just numbers. <laughs> yeah. What sort of crust are we talking about the boys getting that for that, you reckon? Oh, uh, six, th- six figures? Six figures? Jeez. I reckon. Give yeah. or take. Oh, what. Depend, depends, depends. Depends on the higher echelon. I'm not too sure. The sick thing is, I'll probably yeah. pay to go and play in it, but, you know. I mean, you pay to play club cricket, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, Currently, $3. Most people are. If you're not a real club, if you're yeah. not actually in debt, like most most yeah. pe- most players are actually owing. Are you get your subs. Yeah. yeah, pay your subs, but not all of it. Leave $3 there just to what's you know, keep of, guessing. What's it like when you've got a Canterbury contract and still playing, <laughs> paying to play top club cricket? What's sort of going on there? Yeah, you're sort of getting actually. 50K for your summer job, so it all nets off. A lot yeah. of um, yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of, I I don't want to name names, but I've I've heard of a lot of uh, Tiger cricketers not expecting to pay any sort of subs. So yeah. you're doing well, <laughs> doing well. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I mean I've been part of like I know that guys have just you know played one game and given two given their their subs over. So um, yeah, some better blokes up north. Yeah, I suppose well. it's, yeah. Probably depends how much <laughs> yeah. extra cash you got in your pocket, doesn't yeah. it? It's it's funny you say that, Jacko, because I know blokes that have played the whole season and not paid any subs. So <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I know plenty uh, that are doing that. Oh, I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Wonder if clubs are accepting after paying our day. I actually yeah. seen. I actually seen. No, I seen a club, a Dunedin club. They had paywave. Um, which I feel like was like it was groundbreaking yeah, enough for ooh, a Facebook post. Yeah. Um, hard to catch, like hard to catch guys out when they they can just yeah. whip out their card. Like back in the day, it was just like, mm. oh, sorry, no cash on me. Um, yeah, yeah, tough, tough when you got no yeah, card. Yeah. Um, okay, right. Should we talk about the uh, England White Bull squad or the Black Caps tour to England? That's following because it's a little bit more depth to it. Um, so the squads for the five T20s and the but five one-day internationals in England over the end of August and most of September. 
I it's believe this series, is the last. Yeah, it's quite a lot longer than I it's thought. A big, it's, yeah, it's um, a big series. Well, it's, the it's, last bit it's of cricket world before cup real build-up series. Those last yeah. few ODIs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can sort of tell by the by the one-day team they named. It looks pretty strong. Like it's not. I don't think it's going to be too dissimilar to the World Cup squad they name. I'd say the biggest talking points is obviously the return of Trent Bolt and as well as the the very real possibility that Kane Williamson will be back. The footage of the great men at training was um, very nice yeah. to see. Um, should we start with Trent Bolt? Um, just, just some, I'm just going to rattle off some stats for you um, as of late. This is World Cup World Cup games, 39 wickets in 19 World Cup games at 22. Only Mitchell Stark has more wickets in less games. He has 49 at 15. Um, his Major League Cricket stats, which is his last sort of uh, tournament, uh, 22 poles at 10 with an economy rate of 7 in just 8 matches. The next most wickets in that tournament was 11 poles. Um He's still the seventh-ranked ODI bowler in the world, and he hasn't played an ODI since September 11th, 2022. Um, so basically a whole year off, and he's still ranked in the top 10. So it's pretty pretty fucking good. <laughs> pretty fucking good. So um, how valuable is Bolt going to be um, with that new new nut? No, I, I, think, I think this is always the plan, I think. TMC would be leading rights in the street um, if he wasn't <laughs> wasn't in this squad, and, and I don't think I'd be there, but I'd be encouraging it sort of on all forms of social media. But um, yeah, he, he was always <laughs> going to play it and get ramped up for the World Cup. So uh, yeah, it, it's great to have him back. As you said, those stats he's second only to Stark in, in World Cups as a seamer. So I don't know if I need to. Um... <laughs> Very good player. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I need to add too much to. For what you've said there, literally our, our spearhead, and I think our best ODI bowler by a fair way. So, um, as long as he gets through these games feeling good, injury free, I'll be happy days with that. And honestly, he didn't, if he didn't play a game leading up to the World Cup, I'd still have him on our side, still lead our attack. So, that's how highly I value him at the moment. 100%. And I think he's going to really boost our, um, sort of new ball threat just because we've really struggled taking wickets in the power play as of late. Um, but the big news obviously is, is Kane training. Um, now we had some inside information from a, uh, a young Jackson Latham. Um, and this question is pretty self-explanatory, but <coughs> that first game, will Kane be back? Yeah, he's playing. Uh, he's playing. I, I can't see him not. This is, this is his last World Cup, like last opportunity to play. I, I think he'll be doing anything to to be on the plane to India first of all. Um, and, and I'm I don't even know how many games. I think we we've discussed you'd take him for just the final if he said he was you know came in in the wheelchair and, and whipped it off and, and walked out into the middle. We'd take him. So um, that we we're even talking, he could play game one's huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, just as long as he's on that plane and there's a chance he plays, sort of even. Two or three leading into potential semis, I think, puts us in a really good place because um, yeah, potentially his last sort of crack at a World Cup. Um, so you'd love to see him sort of get it and, and be back in form by the time games start to matter as well would be sort of dream come true. Okay, was obviously on this. Jacko obviously 
yeah, good play. Um, Jacko was <laughs> on this very early, wasn't he? So I don't, yeah, he had the tip early that he'd be he'd be there. Um, once again, honestly, same boat, same boat as Trent. Like as Jacko said, if he said, "Look, boys, it's it's final only, or it's one game only," I mean, we just have to take it. Um, he's, you know, our, arguably our greatest batter ever, and and he'll do everything he can to be there, and we'll give him every opportunity to to be there. So. Exciting news, really, to think he could have the whole World Cup's insane. But, yeah, exciting, exciting news. Yeah, 100%. He's going to be look very nice in black indeed. Um, interesting that you both you guys sort of touched on that Bolt and Kane, doesn't matter what sort of lead-up, if they're available, they're playing. Um, I'm interested in the other end of the, the spectrum. Who needs a performance to solidify their spot in the in the uh, in that first eleven, do you think? Uh, I mean, I, th- I feel like there's a couple of guys sort of potentially under the pump. Um, one's probably like like a Southie or a, even a um, like a Lockie Ferguson. Probably need to see a bit of form going in because I think mm-hmm. sort of the way the way they'll pick the side is you're going to have Santner and Ashall play every game. <laughs> Bolt obviously plays every one, so you've probably got another spin bowling all rounder, Milne, Ferguson, Matt Henry, all and Southey all sort of vying for just just a couple of spots. So, um, yeah, I think think there's some seamers there to to sort of need to put some performance on the board, and I think potentially as well, I wouldn't mind seeing some runs out of Finn Allen just at the top in international cricket. I yeah, think I had him like. We've we've sort of seen the the star powers there and the the flashes have been there, but I think you know he's sort of coming up on on double digit international games now. So um, yeah, I, th- I think a bit of form going into the World Cup will be really really crucial. I think playing well against seam bowling in India is going to be that real crucial time to get off to a flyer and and utilise that power play with the sticks. So that's probably what what who I think needs to see sort of some performances leading in. Yeah, yeah, I think most of your guys actually just of, of what I've got marked down there, Jacko. Um, I think, yeah, the seam is right up for grabs. That um, I think Henry and Bolt will play. Um, I, I'd want Ferguson to do well because I just love having his extra pace, but probably him or Milne are up for grabs there. Um, Stavi, as you say, I think by no means is, well, is the first tip in the SODI side. Um yeah, I think our middle order is pretty tasty at the moment and pretty solid. Um, sort of a niche, and I think Chapman made a real case for his place in the side. And if he had a really big series or two here with England, like he could make a strong case to go there. So I actually think we've got some, and Finn obviously um, has by no means secured his spot to me, um, especially if we're looking at a Will Young and Conway maybe opening if Kane's at three. So. There's plenty up for grabs, but I do think there's plenty of depth there at the moment. I'm, I'm starting to get quietly excited as I look at our side a wee bit more. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. like your, your, your number six spot's like the most up for grabs, I think, now with Bracewell sort of out of the World Cup. Um, mm. For me, it sort of felt like that was – we sort of had at least four through seven locked in, um, and then obviously some wherever mm. Conway's going to bat in the top three. So it sort of feels like we had a lot of the team locked in until Bracewell went down. So, um, yeah, the, as you said, there's your Chapmans, your, even a, a Dean Froxcroft, a, a Colm McConchie in the, 
and these tours could really sort of push a push a place to be included in that in that squad to be that all rounding all rounder sort of spinner option to bat at six. So um, yeah, there, there's some gains to be made for some of those fringe guys. I don't think all sort of 15 tickets on the plane are booked yet. No, no. Okay, should I give you? I'll give you my caps eleven for that first game, and then um, yeah, please. So you can talk talk me uh, into some other selections if if you please. So obviously we'll we'll start with obviously Colmey up top. Um, I'm going to give Finn Allen the benefit of the doubt that he's going to get enough runs and he's the incumbent to open. Well, we but might. you're right, he's he's under pressure, and I think it's we're at the point where potentials doesn't matter anymore because we're right on the door of we're right on the um the door of a world cup so it's now or never so i think potentially a will young could come in if if that doesn't work out kane as we talked about he's gonna be there he's he's your three um daryl mitchell who was doing well at three he's he's gonna slot it slot in at four for me uh and tom latham's gonna go to his preferred five which he's done quite well now, this is where it gets a little interesting, and I think if Bracewell was available, I think um, he, he's obviously a must in that in that six or seven. So I'm going to go Glenn Phillips as your, as your big finisher and potentially another sort of bowler, but I think Chapman could come in there. So I think that that six spots up for grabs, but I'm going to go Phillips. Um, I'm going to go Santner at seven. I'm going to push him a little higher uh, because I think that his batting is coming on. I just think, I think they love going sort of uh yeah Santa at seven. Uh Ish Sodi, Matt Henry, Trent Bolt, they sort of picked themselves. And I think you I think Jacko brought up a good point that that last seam is up for grabs. So I'm I'm gonna go Lockie Ferguson for now, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a um a Adam Milne. Uh Lugsy, what did you what did you think of that eleven? And um would you make any changes? Yeah. You've got yeah, you've gone very similar to me actually. I was just order maybe slightly different, um, just depending on where you want to put Conway and and if you have Kane playing that game one. Um, I think yeah, I think as we've talked about a lot, I mean he probably gets more coverage than anyone, but I think Finn's um, he'll need runs this series. I think there's still enough time where if he has another poor series or it's sort of yeah, not a standout series, I think he'll be in a bit of trouble, especially if they're gonna open with Conway, Conway and Young. I think they're quite a nice combo. Um, well, Young's by no means a, a sure no either, is he? So, yeah, I think, as I say, I think our strength is actually right in that middle order. Um, it just depends how much power you want to go. I think Phillips and, and um, Chapman will both actually get their opportunity. So, I guess whoever has the bigger series going, you know, this series will really matter to, to those last spots. Um, Ferguson, I think, will will get the chance personally, um, and then yeah, Bolt Henry. I think our bowling's pretty strong. There's just that that one posse up for grabs there. So as I, as I said before, when you go through the side, I think there is a bit of talent coming through, but still, yeah, a couple of spots up for grabs. Yeah, Co. What it's um, what's what's your sort of eleven? Any sort of changes you'd make? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I dropped it out there and didn't hear the 11, but um, <laughs> the screenshot you sent through really sparked something I've been thinking about today, which is why is Nichols in the squad? Because he might open at the World Cup. Uh, don't look now, get him back at the top. 
um I, I was thinking that I, I was thinking like what what place is he what what's the reasoning behind him and i think it's yeah i think it's safety i think it's um yeah i think there's I, a little yeah. bit of assurance that he'll just do an not like if all the chips are down and none of the options are right i think you could just slot in nickels sort of like yeah. break their glass of an emergency sort of thing yeah um yeah and i mean yeah in, in all seriousness i think Potentially, this the, I think the opening spot with Conway is massively up for grabs. Um, and then I think what happens with the with Kane at three or not um, probably just depends on it on his health. And um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say he's not healthy for game one. Let's go worst case, and, I, and I'll probably slot uh, slot Daryl up to three, and then I'll and I'll have yeah maybe slot Daryl up to three have sort of a Phillips Chapman, maybe you're pushing Tom up to four, um, Phillips Chapman five, six, but um, yeah, I suppose it, it just depends how, how deep you want to go. I think, think that's a really, really strong side and it probably just depends on if you want to go sort of someone like a Nisham as opposed to a, a Ferguson and give you that bit more batting, but um, yeah, it, it's going to be either way. And I, and I think, there's a lot to be said for what happens with that last last bowling option. Um, as Crom said, I think Matt Henry's world class, um, especially with the new ball and white ball cricket. So, um, yeah, I think it's only really sort of when you when you lay it out like that, it feels like there's sort of only two or three question marks left now. And you know, hopefully Finn can whack it and, and put one of those to bed. Yeah, hundred percent. Righto, real quickly. Uh, one word answer. Where do they finish in the World Cup? Way too early prediction. Three. Third? Yep. Lexi. I just want to say champions. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, semi finalists. Semi finalists. Yeah. I I I think the the fourth or fifth best side. So I think just because it's in India, um, so but I think if they can yeah, get in the world in the semis, then you just don't know. So I'm gonna have I'm yeah. gonna have them at fourth, um, safely safely pick. Um, right, it would be let's... a bloody good effort again to go from champions yeah, two finals and then a, another semi final. Be pretty consistent oh. for the team. So yeah, let's hope we can go one better though. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be exciting. A couple of months away. Um, right, our final uh, section of the podcast. Um, going to do a wee guess the player in 10 questions, uh, past or present, uh, although this close kind of gives it away. So this is, a, this is a question that's come in from a listener. Um, didn't write his name, unfortunately, So, but he'll know who he is. Um, the question is, what player doesn't get enough love because they play for an associate nation? So it kind of gives it away that they are of an associate nation. We talked off here, what is an associate nation? Um, basically, West Indies down. It's going to get me to think about that however you like. So um, whenever you're ready. Okay. Uh, do they? Does he play for a, the West Indies? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask too. Uh, no. 
okay. do they do they play for a European team? That's a good question. Uh, they do. Okay, so we've got. Has Europe- this player played Test cricket? No. Ooh, okay. No Test cricket. Uh, so we're thinking Scottish then, Cromie. Yeah, I was thinking, what do we got? What do we got left here without the Irish? Um, who? Where's this question they... came from? As uh, he gave us a dress, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time did that question come through? NZ Standard. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure. I can uh, I confirm it didn't come from old Pucky Boy. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's go. Are they a Scotland player? They are not a Scottish player. What nations are we dealing with here, Jacko? We need we need someone with yeah. better geography than myself. I know. <laughs> European, but I feel like you've narrowed it down pretty pretty well. You should you should know where what country they're from by now. If you think about those questions. Oh, is it is it Netherlands? Is he playing for the Netherlands? Uh, yeah. He he does play for the Netherlands. So that's halfway. It's five. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're okay. Now we're track. sort of talking. Uh, have they played domestic, domestically in New Zealand? So not for a domestic oh, team, but yeah. have they played cricket in New Zealand? <laughs> oh, he's that's, pinned it. That's that's yes, they have. That's six. Yeah. Is it Logan Van Beek? It is Logan Van Beek. Um, very, very good player. And, um, I believe that. A. Yeah, I believe that question came through from Al Van Beek. So interesting. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Yeah, very, very good. He's, no, actually, already... he's actually been on the old. He's been on the New Zealand radar for a long time. Mate. He's yeah, been yeah a, he's very pretty good consistent to mix player for a while there. Um, yeah. Played, played a bit in Canterbury, didn't he, Jacko? Played a bit in Canterbury, played, plays in Wellington yeah, from now. from Canterbury. Always does well. For Wellington a few years ago, yeah. I think Basketball. he's just like, I think it just shows, I think it just shows probably that like, that skill level of, of where domestic cricket is in New Zealand is actually like at a really high point because if these mm. guys can go over and actually perform an international cricket, it's probably not the, there's a lot of guys that will have that international skill set, but obviously there's a, you know, He's just probably played in the in the bolts out of the Henry era, and unfortunately, that's sort of the way mm. the the chips fall sometimes. But one, um, one of the yeah. great super overs, one of yep. the great super overs, 30, yep. 30, off, 30 with the bat, and then bowled took two wickets for eight runs. Um, the reason yep. I brought up the I don't, Netherlands, I don't think you was um, there are reports that the the Netherlands are going to join the T Twenty Blast in the domestic one day circuit in the UK. How are you? Are you out or not out on associates joining domestic cricket? Um, I, I don't hate it to be honest. I think I think there's uh there's there is some room for it because I think they would probably have a similar side to a a franchise level team with sort of four international players plus sort of the top level of domestic talent in England. I don't think that the talent gap's not there. And, and if it gains exposure for those Netherlands guys, it's it's going to grow the game. So 
Um, just let Logan know, though, that we're only going to put this bit up in the Patreon, so he must subscribe to, to listen in. <laughs> or, come, or join the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think the the important thing there would be, um, and he is welcome to join the show actually for an interview. Um, but yeah, I think the important thing would be is if it can get them playing more and more cricket and together as a team, so they actually can train together more full time as well. I think that could be important. Um, mm. And as you say, just exposure as well, Jack, and just playing regular regular cricket together. Um, I, I don't know what the pushback would be. I'm sure there's a, there's an argument to why not as well, but. To me, it seems like a great idea to get some of these smaller yeah. nations into into playing I mean, a game. All you do is you sell every English club side. You get a tour to Amsterdam in the middle of a T20 blast, and I don't think any of them say no. 100 percent, well summed up. I won't add to that because I'll wrap no. up before the time timer runs out. Um, that is us for another week. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks to the listeners for sending in some questions, leaving ratings and reviews. It helps us grow. If you want to support us even more and get some extra content along the way, check out the Patreon for just a coffee a month. You get early access to the main pod, one extra podcast a week out every Friday. And hopefully at some point you will get special access to the discord when I, uh, Get off my ass and sort it out. Um, last week, we discussed the 2019 World Cup in depth. So if you enjoy people dealing with their trauma, then you're going to enjoy the Patreon. So Lugsy, Jacko, thanks as always, and we'll catch you boys next week.